Hey, greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Staredown. It's our sports talk and real estate show where a couple friends get together on a Sunday night talking about the sports week that was and the sports week that's coming. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio, joined by my buddies Bill Risser in St. Petersburg, Florida, Todd Meiniger in Cumming, Georgia, and on perfect timing, Jay Brewer, who does not like the pre-show banter but joins us as soon as we go live on the air. Shea Brewer in Portland, Oregon. What is going on, boys? How are you? Let's start with you, Bill, as always. Tell us what's going on down in St. Pete. Oh, a super rainy week. Uh, we had four inches of rain in one hour. Uh, please in send it our way. Oh, please send <laughs> oh, it our way. On Thursday, that flooded. It's like Phoenix, right, Bill? Yeah, fl- exactly. It flooded <laughs> the basement of the Vinoy Hotel, this ritzy resort in downtown St. Pete. Wow. And cars had water up to four feet, and these are all luxury cars. And there were mm. dozens of them that got destroyed in this flooding. So, yeah, that was a big deal in St. Pete. But even more important news, finished tied for second today in the golf tournament, or, you know, weekly thing, shot a, a 78 which for my numbers, nice. a plus three, finished tied for second. Cashed a check, about 130 bucks. Had to buy some breakfast for some people and uh, had a great time. So that's what's going on down Good. here. Good. So, well, yeah. When it comes to wet cars, you can't spell stale without Tesla. <laughs> oh, that oh that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> That's a, that's our carp. That's our carp, Shay. That was good. Right oh, there. man. He's here all week, people. Don't forget to tip your weight. <laughs> and don't forget to try the veal. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still writing this down. I'm trying to figure it out. I just thought you guys are all like, doing the words right now. Stale, stale. Are you like an anagram freak, Sean? Yes, you, yes. You are. You, you love them, right? I see the world in, in letters and numbers, yes. Okay. So, that's good, 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 good plan this, this week, Bill. I'm proud of you, man. That's a, right. that's a, that's a fun week. And when I, lots of birdies or just lots of pars? Two birdies. I, I, I birdied two of the first three holes. How's that? Oh, so, man. A little, a little, uh, little seven-iron chip in on the first. I started on 18, so I was in the fringe a little bit on the green. I just had a little seven-iron bump and run, kind of a putt-chip mixture thing that went in from about 30 feet. And then on uh, number two, which is a par five, I had about a two footer for birdie, which felt Ooh, really Yeah. So. And so you par number one, were you two under after three or? No, bogeyed. I bogeyed one. So uh, I ended up um, shooting two over on one side and four over on the other for the seven. Oh boy. So I'll take well it. Good. Yeah. How about you, Todd? Hey, uh, real laid back weekend. Um, a lot. I watched a lot of sports. First of all, you can't see me, but I'm week two liberated with that without the hat. I feel amazing. So <laughs> I'm sure I'll go. I'm sure I'll go back. But I'm just, you know, follicles are all lined up, looking good. Um, a lot of sports watching this weekend. I watched every Braves game. Uh, they split the series with the Reds two two. I watched the United last night and watched some golf today. So um, just a, a good sports watching kind of lazy-ish weekend. So, you know, it's kind of funny, Todd, when you get into these summer baseball games where you kind of flip through the channels and you just land on a game, and then you kind of get into the flow of it, right? You, you know, it's just the, the, the pace of it. When they go to – you don't go to the bathroom until the end of the inning. You don't go fill up your beer to the end of the inning. It's just kind of a nice little pace, isn't it? It's the, yeah, beauty, I mean, it's the beauty of the game. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's weird because um, it's been a little while since I've – I you know, Braves, I used to watch, you know, every home, home game, every game. Right. And I'm back in that groove. They had some lean years where they weren't as fun to watch, but this is a fun team to watch for sure. And um, my boy Ronald Acuna Jr. had the walk-off base hit yesterday, and then the game-tying bottom of the ninth home run. They ended up losing in extra innings, but he was on fire. Now, who's um, your? Do you listen to the, the hometown game, or do you listen to the national feed? 
So uh, I listen to the local feed on TV, and then when I'm on the road, I'll listen on Sirius XM. I'll listen to the radio feed, um, Atlanta Braves uh, radio, which is, I believe, 781, if I'm, if I'm guessing. But to answer your question, I like the local feed for sure. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Good. Shay, what's going on, buddy? How's things out in the Pacific Northwest? It's probably beautiful out there right now. Oh, man, it's great. We got a heat wave. It's uh, a balming 91 degrees. <laughs> Damn, turn the air conditioning. Oh, sorry, you don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you're yeah. wearing a tank top tonight, Shay? That we see uh, on. No, I'm, I'm in it. I've, I've got I've got the guns covered up tonight. They're, they're, no concealed, they're concealed weapons. So. <laughs> so we went full t-shirt tonight. Nice. No, but we've got a little, uh, yeah, I've actually had to turn on the air this, this past week. And uh, we got a couple more days of, of warm weather. And it's great, man, to see so many people. Portland's such an active city, man. See everyone riding bikes and skateboarding and so many people down at the river. And it's just, you know, it's fun to see people out, see the sun shining few more smiles on the faces out here probably every brew pub has a patio or like a little beer garden oh yeah. absolutely and they're all packed any yeah. any scooters are you you have those lime and bird scooters in portland or are they oh yeah they're, they're okay. everywhere okay I, i've never seen i've never seen so many people finding so many different ways to get around on two wheels <laughs> that's, <amazing. laughs> that's great so motorcycles bikes scooters <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. They even have the little things now, like they're not stand-up scooters, they're sit-down scooters. Oh, so it's like no. a lime, a motorized scooter, but you can actually sit down on it. It's- That's kind of lazy right there. I'm just thinking. <laughs> they're all lazy, Todd. <laughs> they're all lazy, Bill. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're right. Yeah, I'm, I'm a guy of- that walks everywhere. So I do. I, I, they're coming to St. Pete in the next month or two. They're in Tampa now. And I'm not looking forward to it because I walk. I'm going to yeah. get nailed by scooters. So um, Yeah, you'll be good. You're, you're a big guy. You'll box them out. Okay, cool. Uh, it'll be blocker charge. I'll be on Rex Chapman's uh, Twitter. <laughs> I'm, thinking charge. I'm thinking charge. That's awesome. Uh, guys, for me, it was a, a good weekend playing, playing lots of golf. I played Thursday with a couple of buddies on the gray course. Had a nice, just one of those, teed off at one o'clock on a Thursday. No hurry. You know, beers afterwards. Uh, had Bill, I was, listen to this, man. I was uh, birded the first hole, hit it way right in the trees. The perfect little punch shot that just lands. 20 yards short of the green and dribbles, 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 rolls like three feet from the cup, knocked it in for birdie. When you, every, anytime you can birdie the first hole, as you did today, I did, yeah. Just a good feeling, right? Yep, you, just, yep. you know, the old saying, you can't birdie them off, don't birdie the first. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and then birdie two more, standing on the ninth tee, two under par on the front nine. Wow. Uh, and I rolled it off the tee. <laughs> and oh. Bill, you know how you know that feeling is just that gross I like that feeling for sure. Where, <laughs> like, just, just where did that come from, right? So I'm, I, I'm you know, a Ninth, the ninth hole on the gray course is a tough hole. So I'm just trying to hit a four iron up the fairway and I dead, dead ass shank it over to the 14th hole of Scarlet. Just, I mean, a cold ass shank. So I'm, I'm still like 380 from the green. I hit eight iron up over the trees, end up making double bogey to finish even par on the front nine, which even par is awesome. But when you're two under on the tee, <laughs> oh, it's just brutal. And I birdie oh, 10. All right, double bogey 10 for back to back doubles. And end up shooting seventy five. I, I ended up just kind of steadying the ship, but man, just a but one of those fun days. And then and then played Scarlet both days over the weekend. Teed off first on each each day. Seven o'clock. Nothing better than the seven o'clock tea time on both days. You love the early tea time, don't you? Oh man, so good when you're done. You know, by ten o'clock and can work and get stuff done in the yard. So a good weekend. But let's talk sports, guys. That's what we do on this show. Um, let's start with baseball. We are kind of in the heart of baseball season right now, as Todd alluded to. Um, 
let's start with with the kind of the big story of the week. And there was a fight in Cincinnati between Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. I I wonder if you guys caught this. There was forty. 40 games worth of suspensions in this. Amir the, Garrett went crazy. <laughs> this, this fight <laughs> happened in the ninth, in the, in the bottom of the, or top of the ninth. It yeah. was just hilarious that it was just building, 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 building. And Amir Garrett, you know, basically the, 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 the manager got thrown out ahead of, ahead of this. But when, when they came out to, to trade out the pitcher, right, to, to change the pitcher, it was so premeditated. It was unbelievable. The pitcher basically said, I'm going to give you the ball. I'm going to go kick that guy's ass. Like it was so funny. <laughs> it was one of the best things hey, I ever seen. Hey, you're, you're laughing, but did you see it? Did you yeah. see it? How, I mean, it was so funny that he just handed the ball and then he just pointed the dugout and said, I'm coming to get you. It was hilarious. And then the fight, the way it broke out was, I don't know how much, Bill, you, you might know in real time, how long was it? Like a 20 minute fight? It was like 13 minutes or something. Yeah, 13 because it just kept uh, little little scuffles would come up and but <laughs> but, it, but it was funny because I think I'm trying to remember the kid's name who uh, Puig, he wanted he was looking for somebody but then when he saw it was Puig he backed down he's like no, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no thank you forty two right the funny yeah, part is Puig, Puig was traded from the Reds to the Indians like literally in the eighth inning yeah they kept him in the game and yeah. then he kind of was part of the reason why there was an issue. Um, but man, when Amir Garrett just, he just. I've never, I'll tell you what, I've never in the, ever, I've seen lots of fights in baseball. I've never seen someone run directly into 30 other players to the other team. Yeah, coaches, it on. coaches and players. He said, screw it, I'm going after it. Now, oh, fortunately, the big blows all missed, fortunately, because he took yeah. a big old haymaker that kind of went a little long. But, uh, you know, it's just, it, it, it builds up over time, you know. And um, if you're going to have guys throw high and tight, you know, that is. Like you can hit people from the uh, the waist down, but when you start throwing at their head, that's yeah. a problem. And they well, had, and did you see problem. the lead up? Because the guy before Garrett threw at the guy, and they threw him out right away. Yeah. Yep. Garrett came in, and the Garrett was talking through his glove, yeah. but twice the umpire came out to say, "Cut the shit out!" Like, yeah, he, well, he was yelling at the other. He was yelling. Right, at but I think Garrett pretty much said to the ump, "There's <laughs> going to be a ball thrown inside," and the ump's like, "No, don't throw it inside," and. <laughs> It was unbelievable just the, you know, which, you know, let me get Todd and Shay's thoughts on just that, that fight with a 40 game suspension uh, fallout. Once again, now the pitchers, they get 10 games, which is really just two starts, but just your thoughts on, on what you saw in Cincinnati, Todd or, or Shay. I'll jump in. So um, this is the most memorable fight since um, Bill, 19, help, help 19, 1984, Pasquale Perez, the Braves nope. and the Padres. Oh, nope. no, you're thinking no, Robin Yount versus Robin Ventura. Uh, Robin Ventura versus Nolan Ryan when Nolan Ryan just teed him up. That's one punch. That was nothing. <laughs> no, it was 40 punches. Well, that's true. <laughs> so this is a memorable. I, you know what? I'm not a big advocate of, of fighting per se, but if you're going to fight, just attack the dugout. Right? <laughs> Kamikaze, all bets are off. He's like, let's go. Who wants to go? Let's go. He's like so, Jon Snow, man, just attacking. <laughs> so the amazing part, and Sean, you mentioned it, was uh, Puig was traded. And he just, I think he just was like, you know what? I want some extra time off. I'm going <laughs> to restart this thing after 10 minutes. And How about the Indians are thinking like, shit, we get a guy and he can't play for three games. We can't right. even bring him in the game, you know? And, and, and this, uh, and I'll let Shay comment on this if he wants to, but Bill, I got a great question 
about who uh, the Indians traded, um, which I'm sure Sean you'll you'll get into after uh, Trevor Bauer. I got a I got a great question on that, but I'll let mm. I'll let Shay comment um, if he wants to. Yeah, Shay, thoughts on the fight? Yeah, so so the fight was very entertaining. If you haven't watched it, everyone needs to watch this fight. Very, very, very entertaining. But watching the fight, it, it led to another question in my mind. We use sports as a tool, and all of you guys have children on, on the pod, right? Mm-hmm. So at what age do we teach our children to protect your teammate, protect your brother, protect your teammate, right? <laughs> because Amir Garrett has super faith and confidence in his team to go and challenge an entire <laughs> team. <laughs> so turn down, down, right? Coming, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I no, think I think at, at some point, that? Shay, at some point in that inning, um, when the when the ump came out, like you saw Joey Votto, kind of the leader of the Reds, come over, and, and you know Joey said something like, "I got your back." And then you know, I mean, it, it, but you're right about that. It was just. When he comes running over, if he would have turned around and looked, and all the rest of the Reds were standing there, in there. <laughs> sure, crickets. Yeah, that'd be funny. Oh, <laughs> but you know, I—that's I, a good point. I mean, my my son and Riley played, you know, golf, so it wasn't even a team. It was a team sport, but it's still a very individual-based sport. Um, but that—that's that, a good question. To me, you know, that there's there's nothing like a good golf brawl. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that usually happens on the 19th hole. After about yeah, five right? weeks. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's great. Great point, Shay. And uh, I see it. Scott plays lacrosse and not to that extent, but you see it. You see, they, well, you see they, the chi- they, chippy, right? They get chippy and they maybe do something. Uh, but or they if elbow. A fight, they, if a fight breaks stick, out. They, yeah, right? at, at that level, if a fight breaks out of high school, can't you be just shut down for the season? It's pretty Yeah. And they know where the line is. I, yeah. I think – and I think um, the Reds pitcher knew. He knew. I'm going in. I'm. Oh, yeah. no, he, he just didn't care, right? He didn't care. And it's amazing to me There's that – There's a lot of bad blood building up, though, between those two teams. Oh, it's, tons. It's, it's, this, this, goes back, this goes back uh, three – A couple, couple of years, years. Yeah. yeah. They've had it's a hurdle. Yeah. yeah. Pitchers get suspended 10 games, which is two starts. I mean, they might as well be suspended two games, right? <laughs> Everyday players get the brunt of the suspensions, for sure. Yeah. So, even though he's a relief pitcher, but anyway – yeah, the other the other uh, kind of uh, noteworthy non baseball story of the week was Trevor Bauer gives up a bunch of runs to the Kansas City Royals and just loses his cool and yeah. just gets the ball from the ump and just did you see like the second baseman in the shortstop like dive under <laughs> when he was so pissed and he turned to the outfield and just from the mound rifled the ball over the center field fence at Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City. You know, obviously, if he threw it anywhere else, it would have hit a fan. So, I guess good for Trevor Bauer to know to throw it into the fountains at Kauffman Stadium. But, Bill, have you ever seen anything like that rage of – Oh, it's happened before, and a fan was hit <laughs> by a pitcher. I have to remember, I can't remember the name, but it has happened before in anger. It might have been like Rob Dibble. No, it was, it was Dibble. I it think was. it was Rob Dibble. Yeah, from the Reds. Your guy. Wow. Yeah, There's an yeah. epidemic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's all those Ohio pitchers. They just can't uh, deal with it. But um, yeah, so it's happened before. Where just you just what did you think of Francona when he walked to the mound, and you could tell how almost like a dad he was, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you if you 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 slips, he goes, "What what the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, and that meant and and they they like. Do you think he already knew Trevor was leaving? And you see Bauer like he was like just like my bad, like my bad. I (laughs) I I snapped. I did it, and I I couldn't take it back. But yes. So that, that leads me to what I want to say. First of all, Bauer blew up 
unacceptable what he did. But he immediately said, hey, he was contrite, right? I lost my composure. You saw him in the dugout. So, Bill, my question is this, and then I'm going to follow it up, follow up with a, uh, a comment, but is that an automatic trade for no. Bauer? Because he's a – No, not a automatic. No. no, that was he, already probably the work. I think it was already – yeah. It was okay. happening way before that. So. I didn't know if he showed up, Terry Francona, and he's like, I got to get rid of this guy. Um, no, you know, I, I, don't, I didn't see it that way at all. But I, I could be wrong, but I think – you listen- if you listen to his apology, he apologizes to the organization and says, if they'll keep me in his apology after yeah. the game. So I well, think that he may have known or heard rumblings of the trade and that contributed to the blow up as well. Yeah, I agree. Right. So he, th- he, th- he thinks he's getting traded. He blows a six run lead and just th- thinking like, shit, now I'm gone for sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So he got traded to the Reds. The Braves played the Reds a four game series. They split. Uh, Trevor Bauer was the starting pitcher last night for the Reds, right? Um, and uh, gosh, just lucky enough that um, Chip carries the play-by-play, but Jeff Francoeur and yeah. Tom, Glad- Tom Gladwin was sitting in uh, this weekend, right? Oh, so, cool. Hall of Fame pitcher, Jeff Francoeur. And they both indicated, and uh, Bill, I thought you'd appreciate more than any of us, but they said Trevor Bauer is the kind of guy you like for – two and a half to three hours every five days. Oof. Meaning yeah. he's got good stuff. He's a good pitcher, but he's not a good clubhouse guy. Um, and that, that rung to me, like they want to get rid of him, you know? Yeah. The- and listen from that position, um, the regular guys don't have to see him except the one day he's out of the bullpen in the dugout. Um, right. Cause those guys literally, I mean, Bill, you probably know it. When I, when I worked up in Cleveland, Every, the course we played at, our pro was good friends with the director of media relations for the Indians. So almost every day, there was three or four pitchers playing yeah. golf on our course, and, and probably the umpire team as well. Yeah, because right. they always they always hooked up the umpires. They 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 get a lot of golf in on night. Yeah, so. <laughs> a lot of meals too, I imagine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, guys, Major League Baseball as as we stand right now, heading into the the first full week of August, uh, New York leading the East. Uh, Minnesota leading the Central, Houston leading the the West, Braves, Cubs, and Dodgers leading the division oh. in the National League. I'll tell you, most of them are are Minnesota's only three games up, and the Cubs are only a game and a half up over St. Louis right now. But let's look at the wild card, man, because the wild card is some seriously good watching. If you look at it in in the East or in the AL, you have Cleveland, Tampa Bay, and Oakland all within a game and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the West, Bill, or I'm sorry, in the nationally, I, I was yeah. thinking that was West. Uh, you have St. Louis, Washington, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Arizona, and San Francisco within two games of each other. And mm-hmm. the New York Mets just three games back, all for that last spot. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams. Uh, really Battle, gonna, battling for a one-game playoff. <laughs> battling yeah, for a one-game playoff. Uh, <laughs> a lifeline. It's a lifeline, yeah, right? Yeah, just yeah. unbelievable. And uh, just, you know. Well, um, that's why, that's why uh, you know, Madison Bumgarner is still a giant. That's why the Mets yeah, made yeah. a trade for Marcus Stroman and didn't trade Noah Syndergaard. All of a sudden, you know, with that extra wild card, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, and there's no late-season trades this year, right, Bill? Because they they're done. Yeah, they're done. Yeah, they, used to, they used to have that September 1st trade deadline where you could put a player up on waivers, and if any player made a claim on him, you could withdraw it. So like a revocable waiver you know, kind of a process. And if they cleared waivers, 
nobody you know picked up their contract, then at that point you could trade them, right? So there was always a flurry of deals, yeah. and teams would teams would claim somebody just to stop the trade from happening. It was all very political. But MLB this year, for the first time, just said no. It's August first, and that's it. There's no more trades after that for players that can play in the postseason, uh, which is a big part of it. So um, yeah, so they're you're, we're done. We're done with trades because it yeah. used to be September first. So, Sean, Braves are very active. They acquired three relief pitchers, which they needed. Their big bugaboo was, um, you know, they didn't have a bullpen, right? They couldn't get to the close, yeah. Right. So, Luke Jackson, who's done a good job, not a great job, and has stumbled lately, um, he's been replaced as a closer. Um, they acquired Shane Green. Am I, is, that, is that name correct, Bill? I think, I think so, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so they cried Shane Green in his first two outings as a Brave. He's given up seven hits and four earned runs. <laughs> he blew a save and got the loss today. So last night he blew the save and Luke Jackson at getting the, got the win in the 10th inning. And someone tweeted, which is hilarious, Luke Jackson's a 10th inning pick, pitcher, not a 9th <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Braves, hopefully they settle down and they've, they've uh, firmed up the bullpen. But rough start for the, uh, the new guys. For sure. Wow. That's just, you know, pitchers these days, it's so, so um, hit and miss. But I, I heard a stat the other day on like our morning, you know, our morning rock station. They have a, a guy that does like calls in and shares stats. And he, he was sharing something about Bob Gibson five years in a row, never gave up more than like 38 earned runs. The mm. Yankees going up 55 earned runs this month or in the month of July. Uh, you know, it's unbelievable. Like when you hear those stats, yeah. so, balls juice, balls yeah. juice. one more thing, just a thought. I want to get your thoughts, guys. Um, Shay, I see your hand up. I'll get to you in just a sec. Um, the, uh, the game of the week, I think on, I don't know, whatever night I was flipping through the channels was Yankees, Red Sox. Is there a, is there a, a, a awesome rivalry that's more overplayed than the Yankees, Red Sox, maybe because it's played 19 times a year. Um, but I, it used to be such a cool like game to watch, and now it's just like, man, I just can't even stand watching it. Dodgers, Giants, Cubs, Cardinals come to mind, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, it, well, I, I think Yankees I I play Sox. so much, but Yankees, Red Sox, it seems like it always gets the marquee game. It's because it's on ESPN. Every game is on. Every game is on. Yeah, right? yeah. all. So Bill's just rolling his eyes. Shay, yeah. you were jumping so, on something. <laughs> yeah, Might, well, real quick before we get, um, it makes sense. Because you've got uh, two, huge mass, markets. two massive market, markets. Yeah. You've yeah. got um, two of the winningest the, the, teams in all major well, the, the Red Sox turned it into a real rivalry instead of just a hammer and a nail because they were just yeah. crap rock right. for 80 years. Now they've won three uh, in the last 10, 15 years, and the Yankees have won. So it's, yep. it makes sense. It makes sense. Yep. But, yeah. Sorry, Shay. Hey, Yankees always have that trump card 27. You know, it's, it's, oh, it's pretty, pretty awesome, yeah. Oh, tired of that. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Guys, how are we going to talk all this baseball talk and we didn't talk about the biggest trade at the trade deadline? Ooh. Frankie? Zach Grinky going, yeah, to, going yeah. to the Astros. Oh, yeah. Coming yeah, that's, strong. That's going to that's gonna hurt the Yankees come October. <laughs> call, call Ryan Bocross, Sean. <laughs> and from everything I'm reading yeah. about this, and Bill, correct me if I'm wrong on this, they don't plan on putting Zach Grinky in the starting rotation. They're going to no. use him for high-pressure situations and some little relief. I didn't that hear that. Yeah, I didn't hear that because you got Verlander, Garrett Cole, and Granke. I think they may be yeah. doing that to save his arm. They may do that during the regular season to kind of preserve him for the, the postseason. He's, he's, he's 36 not. or 37. He's kind of older. So I think that makes sense. It's kind of like just budgeting his innings because they've already got their division just like wrapped up. 
So yeah. why not Better just kind of playoffs, right? Eight yeah. and a half games up. Yeah. And really and then, you got, then, then you got those three starters going, <laughs> you know, in a five game series or a seven game series. Forget it. It's going to be awesome. So they're, wow. they're going to, the Astros are going to be tough. And yeah, it could be Astros Dodgers again. I mean, that'd be super fun to watch. Merlander Granke is is pretty <laughs> solid, and if you need to see that pitching staff against the the, you know, give me a AL if 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 I could sign up right now for an AL championship series of Astros Yankees right now with the hitting of the Yankees and the pitching of the Astros, man, that would just be really a, you know, it's like kind of seeing the uh, uh, Ravens play against you know the the, you know the the, the Rams or something like that, you know. Yeah. Well, so, I'll tell you, you think about it though. You, you can't discount the Astros offense. I mean, yeah, Brainer, I agree. And Altuve and Correa and, they, they, and Bergman, they go on and on and on. I mean, they're amazing. So yeah. they got definitely a, a fun great, team. Great team. Yeah. Under 18. that just kind of is in that market that you don't really pay attention to them until you need to pay attention to them. Yeah. Right. True. So, all right guys, let's, let's move to NFL really quick. Uh, not, a, not a lot to talk about, but I just saw it today. Tom Brady signs a $23 million extension. Um, <laughs> kind of funny because in the in the press release it says could have become a free agent at the end of the season um probably not going to happen but um by doing that it frees up five and a half million dollars on the salary cap you know brady's always been at this point in time now with five rings kind of been a team player to figure out who needs to go around him um and, and so he took less the last couple of years um he looked good you know if you saw a video of him kind of coming out during the preseason workouts He's 42, right? Yeah. God bless. <laughs> Superhuman, right, for a quarterback in the NFL? Yeah. I mean, he's avoided big injury um, sharper than ever. I mean, whatever fountain youth he, he found, I mean, keep drinking from it, right? It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, You've got to think it's got to end quick, right? Well, I mean, you know, you hope, you know, you hope it doesn't go, go down in the Theismann-esque finish. Right, but, right, right. Um, right. You know, and who knows, Todd? I mean, this guy could win two more Super Bowls. You know, um, wouldn't bet against him. <laughs> yeah. Um, and how about how about the probably the social media clip of the week? How about Baker Mayfield shotgunning a beer, in <laughs> Cleveland? Uh, Shay with, with the at, porn with the porn stash. I love it. He looked the porn good. stash, but the, even better that he finishes his Miller Lite. He then calls for his buddy off screen to toss him a Miller Lite, and doesn't just crack it open with a with a no, he bites he, it open. He bites it open, shotguns it, and then throws the Lindor shirt up. Yeah. Um, Reminds me of a young Sean Carpenter. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, hey, Shay, have you ever seen the infamous picture in the parking lot of the boys? No. I'm oh, I'll, I'll, I'll find it while you guys are talking. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> From the old, uh, Fulton County Stadium. Fulton County Stadium. Yep. Okay, in go ahead. Lounge in uh, what, what, what county? Is that Todd? Fulton, Fulton County, obviously, yeah. Fulton County. Fulton County. <laughs> That's the Fulton County. Yeah. That's the easiest question I'll answer all week. Like, hey, hey, Sean, um, I got one for you. Who's buried in Grant's tomb? Okay, go ahead. Um, so, guys, also this week, uh, the Hall Copy of Fame, Bill, so we can see. The Hall of Fame <laughs> induction ceremony. Uh, I'm going to read you guys the names of the uh, players inducted into Canton this week uh, and just see if there's any thoughts on any of these people. Uh, Tony Gonzalez, longtime tight end. Uh, Ed Reed, uh, amazing defensive back for the Ravens. Champ Bailey, uh, mm. Kevin Mawai, Ty Law, Pat Bolin, longtime GM and, and uh, Denver, right? Denver Broncos, Gil Brandt with the Cowboys, and Johnny Robinson. 
Uh, Shay, any, any of those players kind of jump out to you as people you either watched or looked up to, or man, I want to see this guy play every week. Yeah. I how old am I? Because I feel like just two years ago, I was watching Ed Reed play football. And now Who are you talking right. to, by the way? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ed Reed and, and Tony Gonzalez, like these are guys that I grew up playing with on Madden. And they've been out, out for five years. Oh, my gosh, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so Ed, Shay, Ed I agree. Reed jumps like, out from, a, from an age standpoint. What, what was that, Sean? Ed Reed jumps out to you just from just thinking like, wow, this guy's been retired for five years. Yeah, Ed Reed and Tony Gonzalez. They look like they can still play. Yeah. And I feel like they were just playing. And I think that's why Witten, I think that's why Witten in the booth last year, Monday Night Football, was like, I can still play this game. Now he might not play well, but you know, think about that. He he'd be in the Hall of Fame four years from now, but now he's gonna have to be at least six years from now, you know, based on that going back for five years. But you're right. I mean, Ed Reed doesn't seem like he's been retired for five years. Yeah. I, I mean, we talk about Brady being 42 and, and Drew Brees being 40. These guys aren't that much older than that. And they're already wearing gold jackets. Right. <laughs> yeah. But so, you, wait, 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 so you're saying you think Tom Brady's going to make the Hall of Fame? What? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Do we need Mark. to check betting odds on that? <laughs> so, Sean, that's uh, you guys golf. I play tennis. Jay, I don't, you know, I don't know if you're still active in any sports you do, but that's the biggest um, battle I face. And I'm sure you guys are the same way is in my mind, I'm 26. Right. Yeah, right. And I'm in the 49 year old body and I tell myself do things and it takes one or two seconds extra to do it. Um, Todd, I had five holes today. I hit three wood into the par four green. You know, like I, <laughs> I just, it's unbelievable how short I hit the ball anymore. You know? Sean, we have a uh, par par three hole eleven is two hundred eleven yards, and I do not have a club that that is, it's like so a driver or three wood, right? Yeah, I have to choke down on the three wood on a par three. It's, <laughs> it's embarrassing, but yeah. So this class was fun because what Shay kind of indicated is like I know these guys. Like yeah. for years and years and years, there's the old, you know, seventy two dolphin, or you know, I was alive but don't remember. So anyway. You know, Ed Reed and Tony Gonzalez, he was a Falcon. He was best known being a chief, but he was a Falcon. And it's a pretty fun class, pretty fun class. You know, Bill, it's it's for us, you watch the Champions Tour now, and you see guys like, like, you know, next year Freddie Couples is on there, Davis Love, you know, uh, Fred Funk. I mean, these guys, you know, that you – you know, you just Longer's got what yeah. five, six majors on the season. Yeah, just a beast. Sean, you've heard this before because you're a good golfer. I'm a good golfer relative to the average golfer, you know. Mm-hmm. And when you were 35 or 40, right? And they're going, Boy, wait till you're 50, you could be on the senior tour. And you're like, You understand the 35 year olds on the PGA tour right now are the ones that go on the senior, tour. <laughs> yeah, right? Come on, what are you yeah. talking about? Unbelievable. But the guy I play regularly with on the weekends, he's 69. And so he's like, next year I get it from the white tees, you know, like it's, you know, it's, it's funny how he's like looking forward to like hitting. From yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So Bill, how about you? What, which of the hall of fame guys do you have any memories of, you know, you, you've spent lots of years on the sidelines at the, at the chargers games. I mean, Tony Gonzalez, Ed Reed, champ Bailey. Yeah. Well, Champ, Champ Bailey was especially painful for a guy who followed the Chargers, right? Because Champ spent all those years with Denver. Yeah. So yeah. that was that was tough. Um, that was that was always a problem. And so was Tony Gonzalez. Uh, you know, when he was with the Chiefs, another kind of thorn in the side. I think. Look, I I think that class uh, was amazing. But I heard next year's class 
they're talking about it's potentially like double digit players going in. I guess there's a ton of guys coming on that are probably going to get in first try. Plus the guys are waiting. Yeah, there's a bunch. So I, I, I wish I had those names. In yeah, front. There's a couple of guys like Steve Atwater. I saw as one of the guys that didn't make it last year. And there's um, mm-hmm. one of the, that jumped out at me. And I'm like, I can't believe he didn't make it in, you know, the year he was eligible, but right. So interesting. All right, let's, let's hit, I want to hit basketball next and, and get Shane this. Um, let's talk before we talk NBA, Shay, let's talk TBT, the basketball tournament. Mm. Your thoughts on this? This is a $2 million winner-take-all. Uh, Runners-up, second place, third place, fourth place gets zero. This is a kind of a uh, – it's a full-blown basketball tournament with referees, and uh, it's no gimmicks really to it except for the um, the finish, the the Elam finish, which we'll talk about, Shay, which I love, man. I, I, love, I love it at – and so let's talk about that in a second, but have you been watching the, the TBT? <coughs> I watched a little of the TBT. Um, It's kind of cool seeing guys, uh, a lot of guys from overseas and a lot of names that we remember from college basketball that didn't quite pan out in the NBA to see those guys. And I'm not talking about like big three guys, like these old NBA vets. I'm talking about guys that are still in their prime that can still play. And whether it be they're playing with their buddies or they're playing with guys um, that they went to college with or playing with old guys from the AAU team, a lot of these guys come together and they're just playing for the, they're playing for the fun of it, but they're playing for money as well. Uh, there's a prize at the end and it's, it's very reminiscent of like, uh, for me, you know, mid to late nineties when they used to have the big, uh, Rucker park and the outdoor like street ball tournaments, because you're playing to a certain number, not necessarily playing against the clock. And that's the cool thing about it. Yeah. So we're heading into the Tuesday night will be the finals and it's the, it's the Marquette alumni versus the Ohio state alumni. And, uh, it's, it's kind of cool. Um, it's golden Eagles versus they call it Carmen's club, uh, after Carmen, Ohio, $2 million winner take all, uh, Shay, let's talk about this Elam finish. I just love that the game has to end on a basket. It, it you can't run out the clock. Uh, the whole thought process is it gets to the four-minute mark, the first dead ball after four minutes left in the game. The It goes to a uh, ball stopped or clock stopped on every dead ball, um, but they basically set the number that the team needs to make. Now, Shake, do you want to explain how the number is set? I, you know, Sean, I, pardon me. I have to, to look it up to find out the details. Yeah, it's, it's set, I, I believe it's set that the, the team that's behind – has to score 10 points. And then like 10 minus two or something like that. Yeah. Like there's a minus two in it as well. Yeah, something. And so, mm-hmm. but but then once once you, so the time goes away, but all the fouls and everything still stay. So in, in the second game today, the, uh, the Marquette team, they had like, they were, their, their opponent was already in the bonus. So every foul, the team was going to the free throw line to shoot two. Um, and so it was interesting because you just, the next team to score 10 points and get to that Elam's number, um, is the winner. And so it's going to end on a basket. It doesn't end on a clock running out. It's really cool. So there's no fouls needed to try and get the ball back. You know, what's cool about it to me as a hooper and anybody that plays basketball, it's kind of like the, it's kind of like the unwritten rule. Um, when you leave the gym, when you're when you're shooting shots, you always leave on a make, right? Yes. You always leave on a. Really make. You always leave on a putt, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
you never don't want to range on a shank. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to leave because the clock ran out, or you're running a four corners offense, or you miss a shot. You want to leave on a make. It's that game winner. We all in the backyard as kids, we all want to hit the game winner, and the crowd goes wild. I guess that's the feeling you get when you watch that the TBT. Yeah, and so to get to that number, then that that number ends the game. And so we Tuesday night, these guys go, and this is this is this is I think the six or seven guys on the team and the coach um, are splitting two million bucks. And the team that doesn't win, doesn't win. Let's hit the NBA really quick, Shay, because I, I do want to talk a uh, big uh, four-year extension signed today by Draymond Green. Wow. Um, he got paid. He did, Todd. How much did he get? One hundred. $100 million. Unbelievable, man. So I guess, Shay, that answers the question that Golden State's not going to just roll up the, 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 uh, roll up the doormat and, and, and put a vacancy sign out, are they? I think I think quite the contrary. I think he got uh, he got underpaid. Really, he got underpaid. So Draymond's getting uh, four years, a hundred million dollars. Um, if he waited, if he were to wait until the end of the season, he could have gotten basically fifty-seven million additional dollars by Golden State. Okay, but because he chose not to wait to the end of the season, he sacrificed fifty-seven million dollars from Golden State and potentially eighty million dollars from another team. Okay, so let's tie, let's tie this back into the conversation we just had about Tom Brady. Do you think that's a uh, do you think that's a future play for Golden State to make some Absolutely. moves? Absolutely. And, and and saying, look, I've been a loyal soldier since I left Michigan State. Uh, I've been the one guy that's going to be the constant in that team, you know, save for Steph and Clay. Um, but he's kind of been that almost that heart and soul of the team. Right. Oh, he's the glue. He's absolutely. Yeah, he's sure. the glue that makes yeah. that whole engine. He's run. the guy that the true fan loves. Right. They love yeah. the the they, they they love the Splash Brothers. But the 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 heart of that team is Draymond Green. Let's be honest. The cap's going to go up every year. Every year, Draymond still has two years left on his deal. Or excuse, me, yeah, a year and an option left on his deal. Right. So right. when Draymond gets to the point where his deal would actually matter would be two years from now, the NBA cap will be up to somewhere around 125 mil. He like, thinks it's a long-term play to, to, to push Absolutely, it. to allow more cap space for that team to build another – to build that super team. Let's not forget, Draymond Green was the main one who re- recruited Kevin Durant to come to, to, come to Golden State. Mm. So Draymond's all about winning and he's all about the team. And so he took less money to be able to set the team up, maybe not this year, but next year and in years to come to go back to the, the promised land that they, that they so accustomed to. Yeah. So interesting to see, uh, another thing that was announced today, uh, Shay, I think you'll, you'll like this. Um, the Christmas games were announced today. Oh, uh, obviously the marquee game, LA Clippers, LA Lakers, LA Clippers, LA Lakers seems like a, that's kind of the primetime matchup. The other five, the other four games that day, uh, at Christmas has always kind of been NBA's day. Uh, New Orleans versus Denver, Boston versus Toronto, Houston, Golden State, and Milwaukee, Philadelphia. Shay, just walk us through a couple of those games that just jump out to you. Which one? Obviously, LA Clippers, LA Lakers is drool worthy, but we're going to know, you know, seven weeks into the season kind of what, what the layout of those teams are. Um, any of those other games jump out to you as must-watch? New Orleans, Denver, Boston, Toronto, Houston, Golden State, and Milwaukee, Philadelphia. Every single one of those games. <laughs> Every single so, one. Shay's they finally got it right. Yes. When do you open your presents, Shay? When do you open your presents? <laughs> really early, right? The day before. Because <laughs> for you, Shay, He's out west, 
for you, the, yeah, the nine o'clock tip off, nine a.m. tip off in uh, probably in Toronto, right? Every single one. I think That's this awesome. Boston team is going to be reminiscent of a very, very, very good college basketball team. Toronto's the world champs, so that'll be fun to watch first thing in the morning. And then you get a little Greek freak action going against Embiid after that. Yep. And then you get you get the beard and Brody with uh, <laughs> Russell Westbrook and James Harden uh, playing playing against Golden State. And then you get to see young Zion going up against uh, going to altitude in Denver. Look at him smiling. Look at him wow. smiling. Calm down. This, Calm down. This is, this is a gift. The NBA gave us a gift. They gave By the us way, a gift on Christmas Day. I don't think that's the first time Shay's ever said Greek freak action, but I'm just going to speculate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's our trivia section of the, okay, of the show. Okay, 45-22, edit. Okay, I'm, I'm edit. Okay. Go ahead. Yes. Here we go. <laughs> trivia, trivia that Shay, Shay's involved. Uh-huh. Um, LeBron James will play his 14th Christmas game. Ties True. him for oh. the second most with Shaquille O'Neal, Dwayne Wade, Earl Monroe, wow. Dolph Shays. So this is this is a tradition. The NBA playing on Christmas. Yeah, this Christmas is, is Christmas. Like Thanksgiving is 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 NFL. Yeah, well, I didn't know that. I didn't know, until I saw Earl Monroe and Dolph Shays on there. Right, right. So they are the second most. LeBron James ties Shaq, D Wade, Earl Monroe, and Dolph Shays as wow. the second most Christmas games played. So don't shout out your answers. You're gonna go. You guys the know room. who the the leader number is. one. Go ahead, Shay gets to go first. Shay, go first. I'm gonna. I'll give give me your answers, and I'll give you. Okay, you say Kobe, Magic, I, Magic. I'll yeah. go MJ. Kobe Bryant, sixteen. Oh, ah! <clears throat> nice. Now, here's here's the here's the big question. Number one in scoring on Christmas Day is Kobe Bryant. He's played 16 games. Number three is LeBron James, who's played 14 games on Christmas. Who do you think is number two? Todd, you pick. Shaquille O'Neal. Bill? Kobe's one. LeBron's two. Is that what you said? No, LeBron's three. Three. Who's, who's number two? two? Dolph? Sh- no, I'm just kidding. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with magic. Shay? Oh, Shay's working his hard. I can okay. see his brain. This is, yeah. this is angry Shay. This is, that or he's this Googling is NBA it. history Christmas Day. No Googling it, Shay. Is, yeah, I'll see your hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kobe's played 16 games. 14 will be LeBron on this Christmas, along with Shaq, D-Wade, Roman Rowe, Dolph Shays. Join in the studio. I'm Kevin Durant. Oscar Robertson. Oh, wow. oh, the bingo. Oh, the bingo. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Original triple-double, right? Yeah, right? Wow. Oscar wow. Robertson, yeah. So I think LeBron needs about almost 95 points um, over the next few years to, to beat Kobe. He um, might get it. Yeah. Just thought that was a cool stat. And Shay, props to you for knowing it was Kobe, uh, yeah. or at least guessing it was Kobe, because that's just a, you know, I mean, Kobe played how many years in the NBA? 17 or 18? 20. Yeah. No, it was 18. Oh. 18. And so t- 16 years he played Christmas Day. Um, you know, it's it's not every team that plays there, but obviously, Marquee, the five games are, are just huge. Uh, Todd, let's hit soccer really quick. Anything going on? We got, we got soccer starting up just in a week, right? 
yeah, so Friday, a little thing called Liverpool Norwich <laughs> City. Um, it kicks off the EPL, so very exciting, very exciting for sure. So uh, this Friday, God, they, they quit in early May. It seems like yesterday, but uh, the EPL started. They had the Champion Shield preseason tournament. Man City beat Liverpool in uh, penalty kicks today, five to four. Um, but that's kind of a you know preseason thing. So anyway, um, it'll be uh, it'll be what forty games coming up. 30, 38 games. No, thirty eight games coming up. So it starts this Friday. So get excited. For sure. Um, Alex Morgan committed to playing in the 2023 U.S. Women's World Cup. So we'll have Alex Morgan for four more years. Uh, other than that, uh, here we go, EPL. Awesome. Uh, let's finish up with golf, and then we'll, we'll, we'll see what's going on this week in our world. Uh, Bill, I don't know if you saw it, J.T. Poston huh. uh, wins his first win, uh, 22 under at the Wyndham. Uh, not a huge event as we head into the playoffs next week, but listen to this, Bill. First winner on the PGA Tour since 1974, a guy named Lee Trevino, mm. to finish a tournament with no bogeys. Wow. Oh, as uh, a winner. Winner. First, first win. That's First all. win. No. Wow. First, first time a player has finished a tournament with no bogeys since 1974 as a winner. Wow. As a winner. As a winner, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it was fun to watch. I watched the back nine today. 62 on Sunday. Not a bad uh, back nine. Oh, my nine. God. Yeah. And he's from North Carolina, <laughs> yeah. which is just awesome. So um, great good news, great for him. I, I just love the I – mean, it's life-changing, right? Two-year mm-hmm. exemption on the tour. Uh, he's in every tournament next year. Everything just – your whole life changes. And not to mention the one point whatever million he pulled in. So. Yeah. And great. you know, it's funny, Bill, when you say, oh, as a winner, like that, that makes sense. Like the guys that have finished a tournament with no bogeys and didn't win the tournament, how, how, <laughs> how bullshit is that? Like you, <laughs> you, you make no bogeys. And you got to make birdies, like, baby. Bogeys. You got to make birdies, baby. Yeah. So I just thought that was an interesting stat. Once again, he, he joins, I think now, what's that, like 11 first time winners this year on tour? Yeah, it's a big number. Just showing, you how, just showing you how hard it is to win on tour. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, as, as we get ready, I sent Bill, I sent you the picture of, you know, our course, you know, setting up the stands for, for the tournament in two weeks, the corn ferry, uh, tournament, which um, is uh, Victor Hovland's last chance maybe to get his card. Right. They said, yeah, he can, if he, if he, uh, I mean, I don't know if he has to win it or not. Yeah. Because he had to finish T2 or yeah, better yeah. in, in Wyndham. And so now he gets to slide down to the corn ferry and, and automatically join the playoffs. Yeah. And if he, so if he finishes top 25 in that, yeah. uh, just on, on, on numbers, which my guess is he will. My but so, Oklahoma so. State, you know, when they, when they hit Columbus next week for the Corn Ferry Nationwide Children's Charities Tournament um, at, at my home course, Ohio State Scarlet, uh, he's played that course two or three times as an Oklahoma State player, uh, you know, when they play against Ohio State. So I he's got a great, great nickname. You know what they call him, right? No, what is it? He's. Stoner Rory. He looks like Rory McIlroy, but who's <laughs> don't. That's a great don't. name. It is pretty good. This is awesome. Look yeah. at him when he – Even his setup, he's kind of hunched over like he's kind of, you know, kind of high. But his eyes, he's got real <laughs> sleepy so, eyes. Bill, it comes upon us quickly, but listen, next week, there's no, no, there's no one going to be sitting out because no. Northern Trust, it's at Liberty National where the President's Cup was a couple years ago – across the river from the Statue of Liberty in right. downtown Manhattan. Um, you know, amazing tournament. Then they go to Medina, 
to play the BMW championship, right? That Medina course where the, the Ryder cup was a couple years ago where mm-hmm. Rory showed up 10 minutes before his tee time and, and they, and they stunned the U S where, where a young Sergio Garcia hit the ball blindly from behind the tree against Tiger Woods and ran on the fairway and scissor kicked his way yep. to see where the, you know, uh, Medina is just an unbelievable. It's one of those courses when you see it on TV, you'll remember every, you'll remember the holes like, Oh, this is the hole over the water. Right. And this is, just the tight fairways, yeah. amazing. And then they go to the Tour Championship. Uh, it's only a three-week tournament. You know, we're yeah. so used to seeing, Bill, the Deutsche Bank in TPC Boston. And look, we've got three rounds of – three weeks of golf left. NFL and, and college football like, is coming up. I think it's great. I, think I it's do, great. too. I, yeah. I, think, I think the attention is really going to be perfect because yeah. you got kind of the bullshit uh, preseason games of and, and just the over – discussion of college football you know clemson and alabama um and i think i just think it's going to be just a you know kepka is going to come in guns blazing uh rory you know is going to come in guns blazing 10 other players are going to come in with a chance to win this thing it's gonna yep. be really kind of cool it'll be fun I- i'm looking forward to it yeah um college football starts 20 days from today guys 20 days till florida and out Al- and uh, miami kick it off in orlando for the uh you're not staying an extra day and getting us two tickets you know you yeah, yeah. Yet. <laughs> you're gonna be in orlando the day before things have things you met ronda <laughs> carpenter have you met ronda <laughs> <laughs> who knows yeah so let's go around the horn guys let's let's uh let's see what we, we got hey, this week. Fancy beer back then bill or uh shay light 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 bud light yeah from <laughs> azar's azar's liquor package store right todd out in right yeah. field yeah oh my god out by the kentucky fried chicken shay what do you got coming up this week buddy Oh, by the, way, by the way, by the way, Shay, last week on the show, the suit, the tie, how was the show, man? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good. It was good. Wicked, uh, I, I grew up a big uh, Wizard of Oz fan, so Wicked's kind of cool. You get it from a different perspective. Right. And, um, yeah, it, it teaches a lot of things about life. Like, you can't always just judge a book by its cover, and you got to understand everything that goes along with it. So, it was awesome. Nice. Nice. Love it. You know, it, it, one of my favorite uh, – leadership classes that I teach. It's called the Ellerbrick Road to Success. And I use the I use the uh the Wizard of Oz as my theme, Shay. And I talk about, you know, the greatest team movies of all time. And people say, remember the Titans and Hoosiers and you know the the you know the Great Escape and all these all these movies. But the greatest team movie of all time is the Wizard of Oz. Right? It's a team of misfits designed around one specific goal to get to where they want to get to and they have to overcome these goals along these obstacles along the way if you think about it dorothy and all leaders around the world have to overcome these obstacles on their path to where they want to get to by using their head and their heart and the courage to do what they need to do to overcome these witches in their way and it's kind of a cool it's the movie it stands out as a great leadership movie so that's kind of cool what are the flying monkeys flying monkeys are the the things that are thrown at you every day Ah, gotcha gotcha. yeah yeah Uh, i thought they were just scary so Shay, what's going on this week, bud? Nothing at all. Sean, you just changed my world. That's only one of 30 presentations. (laughs) (laughs) We could do this every week for a year. (laughs) No, I've got a, I've got a very relaxed and chill week. Finally. Um, I don't know. Um, Things to look forward to NFL preseason this week. I know it sounds boring to some, but, to others like at least football's back also the nba will release the full season schedule sometime this week so 
but you'll you'll know a lot more about where you're going to be uh, time wise and and uh, know know your schedule there at the um, Boda Center. Yes, that uh, that dictates the next six to eight months out of my life. So it's <laughs> a big thing. You know, it's, it's funny. But I don't think people realize that that also dictates the next six to eight months of the Portland entertainment schedule because the circus and all the things that happen at the Voda Center, they are the primary resident of that arena. And so mm-hmm. everything else is booked around them, including hotels, rooms, and conventions. And it's unbelievable how impactful the schedule is on the city. Absolutely. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Awesome, Shay. Todd, what's going on with you, bud? So big sales meeting, uh, local sales meeting on Tuesday. So Monday prep, uh, Tuesday, attend the meeting, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, try to catch up from being two days behind, as, as everyone knows, uh, the necessary evil of getting together. Um, I love it, but uh, puts you behind, but uh, you got to make it happen. So feeling really super duper humble this week. Uh, Bill shared a video with us, which I think is awesome. I hope he posts it on, uh, on Twitter. If not, I might, but uh, super impactful video from, um, it's not the Green Brothers, Bill. Help me out. Who, yeah, John who Green. John Green's yeah. the guy behind the video. The, the, the Green Brothers. It's awesome. Um, Shay and Sean, I know you were copied on it. Go back in, in our text messages. But um, just we all want to be a part of something. Uh, we all need to be part of something. And, and sports helps us do that. And it was pretty, uh, pretty impactful for me. So, Bill, thank you for sharing. And um, looking forward to a great week, man. Bill, what you got? This week on the Real Estate Sessions podcast, the, uh, oh, I'm sorry, the 2019 Inman Innovator Award-winning Real Estate Sessions podcast. How's that? I'll say it that Ooh, way. Ooh, champion. <laughs> Shane, yeah. did, Shay, did Shay know this? I don't know if Shane knew that. He does that. know that. Yes. Yeah, he, yes. We talked he last week. Yeah, he did. He was right there, yeah. So, uh, it's Charles Cherney, who's a Compass agent up in Cambridge, Massachusetts. He went to Harvard and taught prep. He taught at prep. So two, two Cambridge guys back to back? Back to back. I know. And I, it's, it's weird, but um, yeah, it's just the way it kind of worked out on my schedule. So yeah, back to back. And they, they're, uh, neither one talks about the other because I didn't ask them about each other. Nice. Love it. Potentially, yeah. But uh, you're going to love Charles. Very interesting guy, Sean. Um, in fact, I would challenge you to go to cambridgerealestate.com. Check out this guy's website and go to the the link for uh, books he's read. He's all books I've read that you should, you know, then he reviews wow. them. Like That's he did Joe Rand and he did a whole bunch of books and he, he does a really good job reviewing them pretty deeply. So uh, he's a int- very interesting guy. Um, super proud of the episode. So that'll drop on Tuesday and everything else the rest of the week is uh, Bill. I'm teaching six Remind classes this week. And Sean, I don't know if you know what Remind is yet, if you have it in your MLS, but it's a game-changing piece of technology for realtors. I mean, predictive analytics, uh, RPR style, every country, every property in the country is in it. The ability to filter by a ton of different, you know, whether how much the, what's the interest rate, what's the equity, what's the value of the property, all Love this it. stuff. Yeah, it's an amazing tool. I, I highly recommend anyone, because this is the real estate part of the stare down. Um, if check with your MLS and find out when they're getting Remind, R-E-M-I-N-E. Well, Bill, it sounds, my schedule is actually good this week. So I'm thinking you might need to do a uh, FaceTime where I just like you plant your phone in the room. Sure. Let, let me watch your, your session. Sure. You, you, I'll, 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 we'll connect. Oh, it's, never heard of it. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. It's, it's yeah. game changing in my opinion. 
Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Good to hear. Um, that's awesome, Bill. And you're, you're in Tampa this week. I am all week. Yeah. Lee County next, 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 next week. week. Yep. That next week. Good. Uh, guys, for me, it's one of those awesome weeks where you have a lot of open space on your schedule, but you've got a lot of activities. I got, um, Cold Banker Night at the Columbus Clippers, which is the AAA club for the Indians. Um, that sounds like a lot of work. On, on Tuesday night, but, you know, it's one of those things where I invite a bunch of my, all my clients. I offer it all, out to all my clients, and I buy tickets for the for my clients that want to go. So it would be a, a night of hanging out in the outfield uh, with my clients. Um, Wednesday, doing some videos for our, co- our uh, certified real estate mentor uh, class we have coming up, uh, meeting with a kid who wants to have me uh, come in and speak to his group uh, later in the year. and then. Um, uh, meeting with, with some people. And then, and then guys, you know, once again, Shay, you kind of brought up kids, um, Saturday morning, I leave Columbus, Ohio early in the morning to drive my daughter back for a junior year of college. So time's flying. Uh, Oh, and um, by the way, tomorrow night I get, I get to go watch Ryan playing his first golf match of the season as a member of the upper Huntington gold bears golf team. Uh, so that's kind of fun. Um, Tryouts are over. Our last tryouts, Bill, as a as a parent, are are through. So that's that's nice to know. And uh, make and then, it, make the team. Yep, made the team. So all good. And uh, yeah, and then, and then and then Todd. Next week when I get back from taking Riley down to college, I get to have uh, dinner and beers with a good friend of our Carl Carl Bergeron's going to be in town. Oh no! Uh, yeah, he's going to be in Columbus yeah. for for a big uh, mortgage meeting. So I'll, I'll have dinner with him. So uh, by next week, we'll we'll be able to follow up on a lot of changes and activities in our lives. Yeah. Hey, and how many got, days? We got something coming up in August, right, Sean? Yeah, Bill. We, we just put our final touches on our co-presentation, which we're going to do at the Florida Realtors Convention. And, uh, and you're doing a session by yourself, and then I'm doing a, a, a session by myself as well. And then we're going to – I just actually booked our tea time, Bill, for Monday. Sweet. We're going to play again probably Wednesday, and I know we're playing on Friday morning with Anthony. Yep. We're going to have some beers with, uh, with Billy and, and a couple other people in St. Pete. Looking forward to uh, a fun Thursday evening. And, and actually, Bill, Tuesday night, we're going to have dinner with a, a girl named Tammy Ewald. Do you know who that? What? Do you know who that is? Tammy Ewald? Oh, I know. Is that, is that Todd's sister? That's Todd's sister. Oh, we're having dinner with her in Orlando? Yes. We're going to meet her after the uh, bar camp Sweet. happy hour. Yes. Sweet. Is Bob, is Bob in attendance? Bob is going to be there as well, yes. Nice. They're good. So we get all the Todd stories. <laughs> this is great. Because Todd turns fifty next year, so we got to work on our next thirty for thirty. Exactly. Sweet. Those are good people, man. You guys have a good dinner, man. Yeah. So I'm. Oh, that. Todd, that, you raise your hand. You want to jump in on something? That it's not important now. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, I love those two, man. Uh, she's she's Tammy's ten years older than I am, right? So she's the second of six I'm the six of six so my mom didn't even have to like I wasn't raised by mom I was raised by Tammy right oh she, that's yeah. cool that's yeah awesome. yeah she was the one who's like hey take care of this I'm done so no she's <laughs> awesome Bob's a good kid um that's Bob's cool. awesome man I love Bob you blew me away man that's awesome that's cool yeah so we're gonna play golf at Rose Shingle and I think we might play Todd I think I might take Bill out to uh East Stony Brook uh Ooh, Bob no but I might take Bill out there to play. Uh, you and I played East Stony Brook, I believe, one time, right? Hey, hey, so when are you going? Oh, Bill Risser. Yeah, I might take Bill out to play East Stony Brook on one of the days we're in Orlando. Yeah. So call Bob. He lives like a mile. I know. He lives in the neighborhood. Yeah. So, hey, guys, look, on behalf of Shay and Todd and Bill, 
This is Sean Carpenter. You guys don't know what you're going to miss after the recording stops, but we always have a great conversation. Later, guys. Thanks for listening to The Startup.